ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going everyone? Hope you're all doing well. Um, this is, as I mentioned, this is part two of the, the previous podcast, part one uh, of the live that went off. Um, the reason why I've called this one um, I'm the most spiritual person um, is because um, it, towards the end of that live, as you've seen, uh, someone was in the comments um, saying that I'm the most spiritual person. You know, when someone says that, you know, you, you, as I said, you know, you've got to run a mile. I'm the most spiritual. I'm the ascended master. I've got it all figured out, but really, what they're trying to say is, they, they, you know, they haven't. You know, um, that's the true true master understands. The more I know, the more I don't know, and that's always been my philosophy. And it every single day I get humbled with that. You know, um, when you think you know something, you don't. <laughs> um, and the, na- the nature of this place, it'll, it'll do it'll do that to you. The more that you, um, you know, you more you go to the depths of yourself and go to the depths of the, whatever's going on in this place. So anyway, I hope you like this part two of the live. Um, many of the more of these coming in the future. Currently, just sitting in um, in the van at the moment. Uh, it's a beautiful day in Scotland. Today it must be easy twenty degrees, which isn't probably is not normal for Scot Scotland. Uh, me and Laura's getting our tans on. <laughs> it's a really uh, lo- lovely day today. We've been walking around um, a little nice town and not far from uh, the. I think it's called. I can't remember how you pronounce it, but I think it's called a Craig Craig Holmes um, National Park. I think it's called Kane Holmes. Sorry, Kane Kane Holmes National Park. Kane Holmes National. So the place is called Craig Holmes. It's called Craig Holmes. According to Laura, it's called Craig Holmes. <laughs> um, whatever it's called, it's called Craig something. <laughs> um, but it's a beautiful place, not far from Bar- Balmoral in Scotland, and um, it's a it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful spot anyway. We've just been going through the town and went for a lovely little walk this morning and had a dip in the in the lake, which I love doing. I love that about van life. You can just pull up anywhere and have a dip in the lake and get 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 on your Wim Hof. <laughs> anyway, um enjoy this episode as always. And if you can, as always, check out the one of donation option and the Patreon page. And also if the if any if you want any more content, me and Laura's been doing some vlogs and extra I've been doing extra content on the YouTube membership page and it's another great way to support the podcast anyway I love you all wherever you are in the world keep seeking peace out so hopefully you can hear us now. Uh, the connection's not the best. We are kind of car, car kind of in the middle of nowhere, and it's quite windy outside. So I don't know if that's making a difference. But uh, yeah, it was struggling to load a couple of web pages, so I don't know if it's going to stay live for long. But but just thought we'd hop back we'll do on our anyway. Best. Let us know if we if you can hear us okay in the comments as well. That'd be good to know. 
if someone could write in the comments that you can actually hear us, that would be really cool. I think it's sometimes, you know, when you first go live, I think it plays an advert at the start, so it takes people like a minute just to, to really get in and listening to what you're saying. Yeah, so hopefully you can let us know that you can hear us. Someone can write in the comments that we can hear you. Um, can someone let us know in the comments that you can actually hear us? Just because the Wi-Fi is not that good. Um, someone said in the comments they need moderators. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need moderators. I think we need moderators in our own lives as well. <laughs> yeah. Someone to do everything for us. <laughs> If we could just get people in our lives to just censor out all the, the unpleasant interactions, that would be great as well. Yeah. It is funny, though, on, on the theme of, like, um, the one the other person was saying about how I'm the most spiritual person, you know, like, listen to me, I'm the most spiritual. You know, you kind of, when someone says I'm the most spiritual, that's when you want to run as far as you can away from them, you know, and you understand that they're actually not, um, they're not the, who you should be seeking advice from or who you should be moving to, you know. Um, I've always, like, knew in my life, if someone... You know, I, I kind of hate when people th think like they know all the answers or something. You know, or they, they know everything. Um, it's kind, it's kind of sad, you know. Um, but it's just part of the journey. You, you learn that, you know. We've probably all had moments in our lives where we think we know everything, but then you get humbled, you know. And I kind of feel that's what psychedelics and the journey of awakening does. You know, it, it humbles you every single time. Um, it humbles you more and more and more, and you realize that you know you don't know shit. You're not the most spiritual, you know. You kind of the more that you awaken, you realize. Like, you're still not the most spiritual awakening, you know? You're actually more fucked up. Because <laughs> yeah. you start getting to see more stuff that you're actually fucked up in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the just the process of becoming conscious, and it's actually quite uh, scary to be conscious of yourself. Yeah. Like, to, to, to really try to see yourself fully is a very painful task, and that's why I love the young quote that says, the most terrifying thing is to accept oneself completely, because yeah. it, it is really is terrifying. Yeah. The wisest man says nothing, you know? That's what that's an amazing quote. Uh, Sean says, "Never understand what the troll gets so sad." You know what? It, it is kind of a it's a kind of energetic reaction. You know, like like you know, people who turn up in that way, they want they want they want something back. You know, they want that they want that fix inside themselves. That's why Owen Benjamin just blocks the gamma males, yeah. but uh, he has no time for them. Like the yeah, the gamma male kind of feeds off that um, that energy of cortisol and stress that they get from trolling people, so he just blocks them. But you know. People have different methods, yeah. and I don't, I don't like blocking it... people. Me, you know, I, I believe that. You know, I want to hear. I want to hear all the interactions with me. You know, I don't want to block anyone. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you just like I just feel for people because like when, like I did stuff like that when I was fifteen. You know, I would sit behind a computer screen and like, not not to like not be horrible, but I would like try troll people in in my own little way when I was fifteen. I just think, like, God, there's grown people that actually do that. Listen, though, like, like the, the person who it wasn't really a troll, you know, like, that's yeah. not really a troll. You know, the the the, the, the person could be still watching now, which is absolutely fine. Like, I, I don't want to, like, call anyone or anything like that. It's 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 good. It makes it, it's good discussion. It creates good discussion. You know, sometimes when someone disagrees, I don't want everyone to come on here and, dis and agree, with, agree with what I say, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with everyone's opinions of different channels and things that i watch you know i think we should all form our own opinions and take what's good and discard what's not you know kind of thing and um, so it makes good discussion discussion because it kind of allows me to formalize my thoughts and maybe makes us question what am i out of balance could i be putting something better in place here in my own mind and things like that so it just makes it's good you know life's we don't want everyone to be the same in life you know we want we want i want someone to challenge us from time to time you know and 
challenge everything i think i believe because sometimes one person comes along and i'll go actually you know like i've seen something you made us see something that i couldn't really see there yeah i think there's a way to go about it and i think yeah for me like people can people that you care about can kind of put you like kind of give you a point as a way you're maybe steering out of balance in certain respects and i think it's just kind of you know if before you really take to heart what somebody says uh, is to really look at look at the person themselves you know like i said before do they have a high emotional intelligence or are they just saying that you're mentally ill and you know if you if they're saying stuff like that it's a good sign that they're, yeah. they haven't got a, a lot of emotional intelligence and they haven't really done a lot of internal work on themselves to kind of you know get the root of maybe what's what's causing traumas and then what's making them act in a certain way yeah definitely yeah see stella shepherd wrote i actually don't resonate with a lot of what you believe oh thanks for that <laughs> i'm only joking uh, but love the discussions i i don't disagree i just don't resonate well you know that's absolutely fine that credit to you to do that in your life i think that's beautiful that you're that you don't resonate with everything but you're still willing to engage you know like to me that's like that's that that to me says that you are enlightened you know, you know. I wish I could even do that more and more in my life. I try to put myself into positions and in things that I actually disagree with and see what it can do in my life. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I think that's a good thing to do on social media as well because what social media does, it creates an echo chamber of people that will have very similar views. So it takes a very, like, a very... I don't know what, what word I can put on it, but it yeah. takes a very sort of conscious person, strong person to, like you know follow people that they don't really resonate 100 percent with to kind of you know see alternative opinions of their own because i think in the this day and age of social media it's like a crime for somebody to have a different opinion than than you it's like it's it really sparks an emotional reaction and i felt that inside me and that's something that i've really that's what something that i've actually been trying to work on myself you know so I get, I used to get triggered when I seen that people had the vaccines that were in the spiritual community, and I'm like, well, why is that triggering in me? They have, they have a, a slightly different perception of me, but why, why does it trigger us so much? So yeah, it's just, you know, building more awareness and consciousness. Yeah, when Stella also wrote the five D stuff, FE. So I think obviously, like you mean, obviously the five D stuff is obviously not not in alignment with your kind of thing. Yeah, obviously that's a that's a big thing within this like in this community kind of thing you know when you use words like five dimension six dimension seven dimension eighth dimension kind of thing you know it can kind of trigger things in a lot of people to go oh that doesn't resonate with me or it's bullshit kind of thing you know um, and at the end of the day it's just it's just language you know you have to try and sometimes when you speak about certain topics you know some especially some of the experiences that i have when i feel these different dimensions and stuff like that you know and that might be triggering you when i say that as well and that's absolutely fine it would have triggered me in the past but how do you what words can you use you know it's kind of hard to bridge certain topics to certain people what language can you put on things you know um we, we already know that language is very sticky anyway so i can still kind of understand and see why words like five dimension and things like that trigger trigger people you know but it's just a it's just a word at the end of the day you know um stella said i was into the 5d stuff before then things changed i'm curious i'm curious as to what your views are well you know like so for, for when it comes to like the terminology of five dimension five dimension and stuff i mean when we really break it down what what's the true meanings because sometimes sometimes you know within the spirituality community words and connotations can like deflect from the deeper messages you know but if you go to the source of 
where this information is coming from and you look at the true lessons instead of the vessel where it's coming from but look at actually what the information is presenting itself and then you sit with that information in your body and feel where, what does it trigger what does it activate where is it coming from do you resonate with it and don't get us wrong there's a lot of fluff within the spirituality community but um as I've as I've went on my own development and I've started looking into more and more topics, I've started to see how these concepts are actually true. You know, like the fifth dimensional concepts are true. You know, Dolores Cannon has, I know I speak about her a lot, but you know, she was really in the she was in the thick of the work. You know, she was doing a lot of um, regressions and uh, hypnotherapy where she was like bringing back information. You know, she was she was right on the line of them of in the woo. You know, she was right in the line of the mystery. And um, when you like. The only way I can like what I can advise you, I mean, I don't want to need to advise anyone everything, but the only way I can what I could say was is that, you know, I think good information has a resonance, you know, and that sometimes good information can bounce off certain people and they cannot really get it, get it because maybe maybe they just haven't you know they haven't activated that part of them in themselves where it understands that information. I remember like listening to podcasts and things in the in the past and I would listen to it and I would never really understand what they were saying. And I think it's a part of the, the journey as your consciousness starts to develop. You start you don't you don't no longer you start interacting with information in a different way. You don't you're not just hearing it. You're feeling it and you start feeling feeling your way through it. And um, there's a lot of times when I look into the work of like, you know, there's many great minds who talk about five dimension. There's many bad minds that talk about five dimension. But when I go through the information, I feel it and feel what it activates inside. And it's there's a diff I'm at a different point in my journey now where I'm no longer just watching or listening. I'm feeling, you know. I think, it, I mean, I think a lot of, I don't want to use the wrong word, but I don't want to say like it triggers people. But I can see why it puts a lot of people off is because a lot of people talk about oh the new earth the new earth's coming but it's people use that to kind of bypass the actual reality that they're living in right here and now so i think that's why um when people talk about 5d it's got a lot of bad rap in that in that kind of respect but for me what i i really think the fifth dimension is it's it's a it's a way of being that's more in tune with energies and more in tune with your emotional states and that's to me that's what the the 5d really is and that's what's kind of manifesting more and more in my life and I see it manifesting more on other people's lives as well so I don't think it's necessarily for me when I use that and and sometimes when I use that in sentences I don't think it's about really escaping the this reality right here and now it's more about becoming more attuned to it if that yeah. makes sense I don't know if that makes sense yeah definitely and it's not a coincidence that that word is there you know I mean there's these words are there because there is some form of truth to them you know like obviously this there's, there's lies to, there's there's mistruths and things but there is also truth to them you know as well and it's, it's no coincidence that loads of spiritual teachers use them terms you know who are highly credible is because you know it's a word to bridge deeper meanings of what we're moving to you know or what we're as spiritual beings we are evolving into you know and describe the different frequencies that also like i can feel it within me now it feels like ugh, like 5D, 6D, 7D, you know, but it's it's hard anyway to, to bridge that gap, you know. Yeah. She put, uh, yes, it's the bypassing that I witnessed. That's the word I was going to use. I feel it's always accessible as, as opposed uh, to we are leaving people behind. Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of people have that kind of misconception that, you know, we're going to you know the people the enlightened ones are going to hop on and, and travel in their spaceships to the fifth dimension and that but really it's it's more of a what i think it is anyway i think it's more of a, like the the frequency that's kind of sweeping through the planet that we 
that we all are kind of getting on board with. Yeah, definitely. I'm just making sure there that um <laughs> that the, the the patrol police weren't coming around and uh, trying to move us on. You've always got to be aware of that when you're in a van. <laughs> getting myself ready. You might see the first uh, spiritual fight or something. <laughs> I start blasting people with my powers. <laughs> um Stella Shepard said, yeah, it's the bypassing that I witnessed. Uh, Oh, sorry, did you read that? Sorry, I was miles away. Um, So your dad said, uh, just as a matter of interest, the new young word on Facebook, which is hashtagged is clotshot, now trending as they're aware of the dangers, they are waking up. Not sure what he means by that. I I don't know what that means either. I don't so Karen Peters says, I believe it's the frequency you are personally vibrating as to what rings true to each person. A person not vibrating in your frequency range can't hear no matter how long or loudly speak. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. 100%. That's a beautiful, that's a really good way of describing it because that's exactly what it is, you know, it really is. And, um, you know, if you are not resonating at a, at your, at the, at the frequency, for example, like this happens in psychedelics, for example, you know, um, like for example, when you take uh, we like you've got a better just way of describing this, but when you take we describe the process of when you're in the, the vibrational match to the to the medicine. All right. So um, what I think with weed is is the weed is a vibration. The plant it has its own vibration, and when you're on a lower vibration than the plant, and you take weed, you you like you move up to the plant's resonance, and that kind of creates a relaxation effect and a nice chilled effect. But if you are a higher vibration than the weed and you take weed and kind of bring on the the kind of subconscious elements of yourself that's just my theory anyway because when I was you know when I was living a certain way when I hadn't done any trauma work when I was eating I was eating rubbish food I wasn't exercising and when I would like take weed it would make me feel very very relaxed but as I started you know cleaning up my diet exercising and doing certain trauma work and shadow work and now when I take weed it instantly takes me into that subconscious realm and not so much the the relaxed state that i was in when i first started using it yeah definitely ryan said uh, ryan dup have said hi guys i think you guys are fantastic love the vibes that really means a lot uh, have you looked into the great tataria in the last golden age of mankind yeah i've done loads of research into that it's like my bread and butter that i really um fascinates me like ancient cultures of the golden age and stuff like that uh, Tartaria, I've looked quite a lot into that, but not not enough to to really give my opinion on it. I'm still learning a lot about that, and I definitely believe that that could have definitely been possible, hundred um, percent. You know that there was sort of a civili- uh, advanced civilization in the form of Tartaria that was just swiped under the carpet. Um, but in terms of the golden age, that's something that really fascinates me. You know, I've had like just to give a brief understanding of this, I've had like metaphysical experiences and also with the research I've done in the ancients on the Kala Yunga, the Mayan cultures and nine waves of consciousness, I can definitely see how that is 100% true and that we are moving as a civilization through these different periods of like, you know, from uh, Bronze Age, like from Dark Age to the Golden Age, you know, and our consciousnesses are evolving through that process. No no doubt to me that the evidence on the ground is 100% there showing that, that we that's what this place is. It's of a cycling nature, you know. And I think there's a lot yet to be uncovered about how how astrologically um, things are moving in the sky and affecting our consciousness. And that's what the Egyptians, in my opinion, and all these different ancient cultures around the world were trying to depict, depict was these different ages of consciousness that we move through as a civilization. 
but I've spoken a lot about that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> I've just reread your dad's comment again, and I think what he means is, um, I could be wrong with this, but I think the younger generation on Facebook are kind of using the word clot shot, like hashtag clot shot, to talk about the vaccine and the oh, consequences right. of the vaccine. That's interesting. So um, I could be wrong with that, but that's my interpretation. But Yeah, well, Sean says there, the jab gives you clot. Ah. Uh, that's interesting, yeah. So that's you know that's what he means. That's 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 really that's actually interesting that they the that there is like the youth are using words like that, you know, to try and like also bypasses probably the the algorithms as well, you know. Yeah. Because you have to try and do that. You have to try and be clever. You know, I'm not as clever as doing that, but um, that's why I've had a few podcasts took down. But um, there's a there's a way to like to move through this madness that I've I've have witnessed a lot of people sort of using clever words and clever asking clever questions because the power of questions is always really good because you're not kind of stating you know kind of stating the obvious or you're not stating your opinion but you're kind of like leaving it out there as an intelligent question can can kind of like guide people's consciousnesses in a certain direction without really stating your intent kind of thing and i've seen a lot of people doing that in a way to avoid the censorship you know which i think is very intelligent i think we need to we need to do more of that now you know because um you know, if we're all just haphazardly just speak about our opinions, you know, we're not going to have anyone in the right positions to bridge the gap and spread knowledge to people. That's what I believe anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, I Am Prosperity says, are you in Scotland? Yes. Yes, we are in Scotland. Um, we're like um, how about halfway up Scotland now. Yeah, I think it, we're in the Midlands of Scotland. Yeah. If that makes sense. Probably not though, because like in the UK, for example, when people say I'm in Manchester, they think they're up north, but they're really not up north. You know, they're in the Midlands of the UK when you're in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real north's where we're from. Yeah, so probably we're probably the probably's in the south at the moment <laughs> compared to the Scottish Highlands. Uh, so Stella says, "Oh, that makes so much sense with weed." Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's um. I hate, I think Teal Swan spoke about it and then I kind of, it's something that I've kind of realised as well with me. Um, so T. Sean says, 16 weeks for care home workers to get the double jab or no jab. Uh, people better wake up now or we is fucked. <laughs> I didn't know that, um, that it's like that actually forcing them to get... Yeah, of course they jobs. are. Yeah, of course they are because my my mum works in the care home and she's been like, you know, no one can get forced to take the jab kind of thing, but they can put pressures on them. Yeah, they're putting pressure on, but I thought they said that um, they didn't. They weren't going to force the existing workers. It was just new workers that were going to start there that they had they bought like had to be jabbed, yeah. which doesn't make sense because they say that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread at all. So why then why would you need to vaccinate the care home workers if yeah. you know if it doesn't stop the spread of the elderly? Isn't, which isn't, is the main argument yeah, for vaccine. Anyway. Isn't isn't it kind of weird in a way like that? Um, that there's like for example, you know, things have been made mandatory in, in the sense of that, like for care workers. You know, they the care workers. For example, my mum works in a care care home, and she's like, it's it's a job. It's a very stressful job. You know, it's a it's a job that's underpaid, in my opinion. And it's kind of interesting how like these jobs that are all underpaid and they, and they do play a vital role in, in current civilization where we are now, um, where that we've built it up. You know, they're kind of the jobs that's threat the worst. You know, um, they also like kind of like they they making things mandatory, but not teaching people about traumas and not teaching people about health. You know, what healthy foods they should be eat. All they get is um, a mandatory V and um, something a McDonald's voucher. You know. <laughs> 
or yeah. a or a donut voucher, you know. Well, it's the that's, invasion. That's, isn't that's it? the consciousness, you know, and yeah. it's it's very dis- it's very disappointing, you know. But we, I kind of feel like I feel sorry for people in them positions of power. But like this has been coming for such a long time. Like I feel sorry for my mom, you know. Like I've been telling her for so long, like you know what's coming, you know. Um, but you like you see, you can't even your loved ones around you. You can't make them. You know, you can, like the famous expression, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You know, it's like their path, it's their lessons. You know, and it's it's really it's really disappointing and sad. You know. Yeah, but sometimes, like, to I don't want to sound like I'm careful because I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything. But I think, you know, to get to a life where you're more free and you've got more freedoms, like the life we're living at the moment. You have to, it takes courage to, you know, really look at yourself and move stuff out of the way and become conscious of your patterns and your traumas and, you know, your addictions and things like that. And for a lot of people, that's quite a big step to take to bring that awareness back into themselves. So it becomes easier to kind of just go along with the the merry-go-round. <laughs> merry-go-round, is that? Yeah. Go along with the merry-go-round and, and whatever is going to happen in that sort of society because it's it'll be it's too much of a drastic change to to start changing their life you know yeah. they're already quite far down that road but you know it's it's not good or bad it just is you know uh, people have made their decision perhaps before they've even come into this realm yeah. so i mean like i can see a lot of comments and they're all talking about you know covid and talking about the the jab and the vaccine and stuff and you know it is very just to i think there's like a lot of comments there but it's very it's very interesting the dynamic that is playing out in regards to this you know we're all like thoroughly embedded within this and how how is this going to play out you know like how are you going to form resistance in your own life to you know to, to avoid this to a certain degree you know um are you going to be able to do that are you going to be able to build up forces within inside yourself that can you know bypass the pressures that are going to come the social pressures that are going to come with this it's going to be challenging for us all you know from from all different angles how we're going to move through this position but i, f- I do feel like we're all here for a reason to to do that and we're going to see how this we're definitely in it now you know whatever's going on and we're gonna we can see it's heating up you know the psych psychology um you know they're really like pushing it hard and hard and hard and like putting it in your face and like for example today um there was like um uh teletubbies um teletubbies is basically like a children's tv program in the uk i don't know if they're in another country they might be and basically the teletubbies had like um like all their cards shown like where they've been vaccinated and they said now the Teletubbies have been vaccinated we can come back on TV now you know so they're kind of like using that as well so they're going deep you know they're going really deep um, but if you've got to ask yourself as well just be positive about this if they if they haven't to go deep then how many people are not buying it you know that's what you've got to see because if if everyone was if if, if it was as so as much plain sailing as they believed then why why would they have to push it hard they wouldn't so for me, which I know, and a lot of people who I've spoke to and my close friends, as you know, they they are still staying very strong on not, no, not um, giving away their powers to that side of things. So yeah. it's going to be interesting, you know. It's going to be very interesting. I feel like the true revolution, the true point of consciousness that that it's coming to, is not there yet, you know. Well, just in respect to what you were saying before about the the Teletubbies and how deep it goes. I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple of years back there was a big scandal called Elsa Gate, where it what was happening was on YouTube, um, people were making kids content that was um, really highly inappropriate, and it was getting millions and millions of views by children, and it was like it was basically being made by paedophiles to kind of um, sexualize children, 
and it was called Elsa Gate because a lot of the characters contained like Elsa and um, Disney characters. And one of the big themes with Elsa Gate was this was about two, two, three years ago. I can't remember how long it was. It was a couple of years ago anyway. One of the big themes was was being would be needles. A lot of the characters were like get injections put into them, and no one at the time could understand why why there was such a big theme with needles in kids content for like for kids up to three and four. And now, you know, when you look back in hindsight, you could see that was kind of predicted programming to kind of sexualize getting injected and to and to kind of um, normalize getting injected, make it kind of a fetish for children. So it's you know that's when the, the time comes for them to get injected with whatever the vaccine or whatever they're more susceptible to doing that because of the because of the programming that they've had and um yeah so it, it, it does run really deep and it is quite sadistic you know if you're going to go one, down one of them rabbit holes of like pizza gate and elsa gate um i'd recommend like if you if you go down one of them rabbit holes um kind of look at something after to that kind of brings back innocence and brings you back to a sense of like normality because it when you go down rabbit holes like that it is it is possible to get sucked into a very very dark mindset but yeah definitely yeah it's i think it's it's important to go down there to educate yourself but also just as equally important to bring yourself back into you know um, a better state of reality yeah i love that elf one said i'm thinking about becoming a tramp it's the only way out yeah i'll join i'll be joining you on that one let's say uh, let's all be tramps together um you know but like uh i keep i keep saying it and, and i keep kind of like trying to be conscious about this and say like there's other ways out of this but there is for me there is a way out of it you know and it's uh, just we come together and we we take our power back that's the way you know and we do that through first and foremost we do that for our own lives and we just don't we resist and we just resist to the last moment and we don't do everything and then eventually if it gets if it does get bad we come together because you know we are the majority you know we come together as one and whether whether that form can be and you know i'm trying to like speak in code but um it can come in the form of many different things you know there's a few different ways that what we can how we can manifest and move towards the community you know we have a community here you know we're a community and uh, we can do anything you know um, so don't be disheartened you know there's always a way you know you've always like we've always got people on our side you know there's people like who surprise me all the time who turn up in my life who have got your back you know there's more of us who's got the back than than not you know so be aware of that you know you're not alone you know yeah we've got like we've got a community here you know we'll look out for one another you know definitely um what was even there uh, yeah, someone said, Horned Moon said, hundreds and billions of dollars are spent every year to control the public mind. Yeah, 100%, you know, what we think about all the money that's been sent, spent in the schooling system, you know, as well to keep you, keep you dumbed down as well. And the media flushing things out every two minutes to, to keep you living in a certain way. But it's funny though, it hasn't worked, has it? They've spent all their millions on us and it's still not working, eh? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, when like, um, I love it when like, um, and I'm not saying that our minds are, are not penetratable, you know, because we, we all like we, we live in a mad place where we don't really understand our inner psychology. We're still understanding it um, and we don't realize how things are seeping in, inside of us. You know, we've all been programmed to some degree. Like that's one thing for sure. We've all got deep programming. But I, I really love it when like, you know, when you watch something, for example, and you know, like someone's wasted some kind of money or they've, or they've like put a shot out there to try and like kind of like subdue you or like do something and there's there's, so, there's nothing more empowering than you being able to look at that ad or look at that like sort of 
you know that um the de- where the devil's trying to pull you in and just laughing in its face you know there's really nothing more powerful than that in my opinion especially like for example if it's you know you, the your energy's trying to be pulled in a certain direction you just and you, you feel that pull you know you feel the pull with inside yourself you feel the consciousness trying to dan- make you dance with the devil kind of thing and be subdued by that and you still go and that laugh at it in the face you know i think that for me is like really beautiful yeah. like when you can do that in your own life and win that battle um because i think that's one of the big things how we can take win this revolution you know we can see all the, the seducive nature of the devil that's trying like to seduce us in one way or another you know you need this you need that and uh you know laugh in its face kind of thing so um dale weber says i'm getting dismissed from my job on the 13th of september because i won't take at the V, no redundancy or feckle. And then he says, my wife is pregnant and won't take the, the V to protect our unborn child and she too is getting dismissed. Where are human rights and freedom of choice? Yeah, definitely. That is, that's horrendous. Yeah, it really 100%, is. 100%, 100%. I can sympathise with that. Not on that level, you know, that's a different level to what I had experienced. But um, I definitely experienced that, not to go too deep, but in my old job. And, you know, it's 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 interesting times. You know, we're gonna. I think we're gonna really like. We're gonna look back in this period as a as a time where, where you know, where we call like Nazi Germany kind of thing. You know, um, like I said, that we wouldn't be a part of that. We wouldn't do that. But we're really seeing that that play out. You know, on a on a on a on an interesting scale now, where it probably is gonna get a little bit deeper. Um, you know, it's it's hard. Like it's hard. Like to dance in between putting your consciousness into that and trying to manifest what you want to do. But when you hear stories like that, you know, it really gets you. It really pisses me off that. And um, I don't get understand how that's legal. Yeah. Is it like a, a zero hour contract thing, or I don't know how? I don't understand how that can even be allowed. Well, like, that's like, just what horrendous. I'm, what I'm starting to notice, right, is that you know, from looking at our consciousness into these things that are moving all over the planet, like these, you hear these stories about how like. Um, it's mandatory now to to for, for like like uh, Sean said before about how they're talking about how plumbers and uh, self-employed like builders and things like that they go in people's houses have to take um, certain things like make it mandatory like vaccines and things like that. But you know, it seems like the way the board's moving is that like they're individually targeting so many different targets. For example, like the target van life now, like so you can't like live in a van, you know, kind of thing. It's like the the tentacles are trying to like pull on all these different things to try and like from many different angles make it scattered kind of thing and that's what it feels like to me so it seems like legislation is moving underneath the umbrella of covid towards everything like in the name of safety and protection and like you know it's like they're using a big umbrella kind of thing and like pushing it all forward yeah it's disgusting man so um, Dale says no the company have wrote to us it's legalised by government uh, to make it mandatory to be employed you have to have the vax i didn't know that that's i don't know that's just horrendous but we we knew it was going to head that way as well yeah. didn't we it's a it's horrendous but it's not surprising yeah um it will be a condition of employment yeah that just makes us like it makes us never want to go back to that yeah. to that system again and it's 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 horrendous because i think you know there should be I hope I don't know. I haven't done a lot of research, but I hope there's communities out there that can take on take in people like that who yeah, you know well, are really struggling. But, but that's what we need to do. Ourselves. That's what yeah we need to create communities that can really take in people that are you know yeah, that are being like, back forced into a corner like let's that. Let's set like not why not? Let's set our standards so high. Like let's let's do it. You know like we're we're more powerful than we ever can imagine, and that's what they're scared of. Like we're so powerful, 
and when you tap into it and you can do it and you, you know like it's, it sounds wishy-washy at times but we are you know we are the we are the many they're the few and um you know we can we're, we're getting forced that's that's where i like to see it is that we're getting forced to move in a position where we have to like we have to change the way we've been living and change the direction of life it's like it's like the ultimate form of resistance is like where you you've connected to that part of your spirit that's trying to navigate you in a more holistic way of life you know who you truly are you don't want to like be manipulated to by external forces you want to have body sovereignty and we're all now getting like we're getting shown the way that we have to go to and in my opinion it sounds like cliche but we'll have to go off grid you know we'll have to go off grid and we'll have to start our own communities and go back again to basics it's like the whole universe is screaming it from every angle for me yeah it's like a reflection that i'm seeing mm. in myself it's like come on get moving it's just pushing us all towards self-sufficiency is like as harsh as it seems but it's yeah. it's bringing us back to you know basics. Our, uh, basics and actual you know reality which is it's difficult because you know a lot of us are, in, are still enmeshed in that system and it's yeah. it's going to be quite a rough ride for a lot of people and it's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a it's challenging time to be alive. Yeah. Really. Uh, Dan Dan says in the comments he says um, I'm I'm in Hungary now and nobody wears a mask or anything. It's like Corona never happened. I know it's mad though. Just to add to that, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but in in uh, Hungary they've all got the vax. Um, because they they subdued the Hungarians with the football, so a lot of people. That's why they were all allowed in the football stadiums because all had the vaccine because he used the football against them because it was hosted in their country. So you know the kind of like in like they use things like they use things against the masculine, you know, to like subdue them, which is really mad. Uh, everyone at work who have had the double vax are now off sick with COVID. Mad. See, I've never caught COVID. I, well, I haven't. Like I haven't I tried, been sick. I tried. I tried to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been sick in years. I've never had I the tried, flu or I anything. I tried. Trust is that in the job I did, I tried my best. I really did, honestly. I put all my effort into trying to catch it and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, the flu's gone, now hay fever's gone. That's now the Delta variant of COVID. So I think every every illness now is going to be rebranded as like a new variant of COVID. It's, it's actually, it's a little bit funny if, if you look at it. Yeah, and also I kind of, we all, I think it's also, we also don't like understand, we also, also don't understand the implications of like, of like, you know, how even in that short period of time where we were social distancing and we weren't we were like sterilizing everything as well how that affects immunity in the body also how the vaccine affects immunity you know um how um everything that's played out affects immunity you know how also how fear affects immunity how um everything you know like everything affects immunity you know like how how the whole whatever everything's playing out we haven't analyzed that either which is mad yeah. I know. I think it's it's inverted because it it tells you that you know in that in that worldview it tells you that everything that's bad for you is good for you. You know you know like you were saying like humans were social species and it tells you it's healthy to stay away from other humans. Well, that's clearly inverted. That's clear. Like it's basically just Satanism just running rampant and it's it's so obvious at this point that you know um it it feels like they kind of want us to to wake up and to see the hilariousness like the hilarity of it yeah i was watching there uh, don't think i was watching it but i think my mom had it on we you know um it was good morning britain and they were saying about oh you know we need to wear masks for the safety of others and then literally the one of the news stories like an hour after was 
do big noses help health? And it was basically saying that if you've got a big nose, yeah, you can take in more oxygen so you're more healthy. So they're saying that in one respect, like, and then on the other respect, they're saying that covering your, your, you know, your nose and mouth is healthy, covering your organs to breathe. So I think they're doing that to kind of mock people, but also kind of bring out the, the truth as well to say that, look, if you still can't make the connection, you know, then, then, you know, it's on you really. They're kind of um, bypassing karma by doing that. Yeah. Stella Shepard said, what if absolutely no one on earth knows what the virus is and it's real, but literally no one has a clue? That's probably the strangest outcome. I think what's really mad is, um, I'm not sure if you're trying to say this, but um, I don't really fully understand what you mean. Um, but what I think's mad is that if, for example, if we weren't told in the media that nothing was going on, you know, and um, no one was wearing masks to reaffirm, because the re masks, the masks do that, you know, every time you go somewhere, the masks reaffirm something that is kind of like invisible, you know, uh, like the world's set up in a way to re keep reaffirming that there is something going on here, you know, keep, keep social distancing, da 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 da, and um, but if that wasn't there, there wasn't the reaffirm, like the society wasn't reaffirming that to you, the media wasn't, would you really know, like? Would you really? Because like, I, I wouldn't. And that's me being honest. So ask yeah. yourself that, you know. Seems to be something real in the air, but it's it's not what they're telling you, you know. Um, definitely. Should I read a couple more? Yeah. Stella also said, definitely Satanism is, is running rampant. I agree with my devil's advocate. Brings me to question absolutely everything. Yeah, well, it, it really does, you know. But, like, when you go to them trails of thought and you start, like, um, you start asking yourself why is like the universe manifesting in this way for us <clears throat> and i think it's our collective shadows coming to the surface it's kind of like it's bringing these things really to the surface in terms of covid because if we probably all of us are, and I, i've seen these things within me the disconnect that's in me and also disconnect within everyone else because the universe is from within us all it's just manifesting you know in a global sense and we're being forced to look at it on a pedestal that's what kind of it feels like you know when the I feel like if there was it, like there is a going on, we are like um, in a cycle of consciousness, and if we are in a cycle of consciousness, towards the end of that cycle of consciousness, um, you know, there would be like a a point in the journey where all of our sins and our shadow would have to come to the surface, and we'd have to face them and look at them. And I feel like over the last few years, as a civilization, we've all individually been doing this on an individual scale, and now collectively, it's coming through. You know, so. It's probably going to be just like when you have a psychedelic experience and there's a point in the psychedelic experience where it takes you to like where you've got to face everything that you've done wrong in your life. We're probably doing that now on a collective scale, you know. So 100% think that's what's happening. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think that's... Um, Don't do that on the mic. Why? Because it makes a clicking noise. Oh, does it? I've been doing it loads. Yeah, for the audio. <laughs> um, I think that's what happened. That's what's happening with pornography as well, like... A lot of people just think that pornography is harmless fun, but really we're seeing the, the ramifications of human trafficking and the ramifications of how it sexualizes children and distorts their sexuality, how it distorts the masculine, the feminine, the sanctity of sex, everything. And I think, it, you know, a lot of us have, are having to collectively work through that. Definitely. So, um, one more? Yeah, I, I don't know, I can't move miles away. Um... Uh, Chris Aztec says it's like the meme that was on Facebook why is there no cases in the Amish community because they don't have the internet <laughs> that's really true you know yeah. it's funny I, I read this story once um, there was an article talking about a guy who didn't even know that didn't even um, he was like living in the woods or something you know and like yeah, I can't remember the story but he, he didn't even he didn't even know there was anything going on you know 
it's uh, really funny. There will, there will be just like a few people, like a few guys. Imagine like imagine a few guys, right? For example, like one guy taking himself off and like because people, you know how people go on these uh, like sort of um, excursions and like they take themselves off. There's always the stories about people who go off and live in the woods and try and like live self-sustainable by themselves and they disappear on a desert island. And imagine that guy just like randomly, like one year later or two years later, comes out of like that sort of seclusion and comes into modern day world and everyone's like walking around looking mad you know i think it would be a i think you'd be get a you'd get a huge shock to the system you'd think you'd walked into a parallel reality or an apocalypse event or something you know you would like you'd probably just turn around and go back in the woods <laughs> you'd be like who that. the hell are these idiots <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> fuck this should we leave it there yeah yeah we'll leave it there yeah, it was it was nice to hang out again. Um, I think next time we do a live stream, we're gonna head somewhere that's got a little bit more mobile reception. Yeah, definitely. So, so hopefully, yeah. I know the Wi-Fi broke up a little bit there, but um, what we're gonna try and do is, is we're gonna before we head further up to Scotland, we'll try and move closer to Babylon. <laughs> Babylon does has it has it has its um <laughs> has its um what's the word? Has its perks. It has its perks. So we'll move a bit closer to Babylon. So. We can, pinch a bit of the wi-fi and then we'll dip back off into the uh, <laughs> into the woods <laughs> living the dream yeah anyway we love you all wherever you are in the world thanks so much for turning up as always and um hope you have a great night wherever you are in the world a dear depending on what time it is see you later keep up the fight peace and love bye thanks so much for checking out that live podcast there the second part of that one um, I thought the title was really funny and it really represented um, what the first person was saying in part one about saying I'm the most spiritual and I thought it was funny so I hope you enjoyed that little bit of humour there for sure um, if you can guys always check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page and also I'm doing some one-on-one coaching if this interests you and you want some uh, maybe someone to talk to you you're going through awakening or something or you just want someone to bounce ideas off I'm more than happy to offer that for you guys now. Um, anyway, just to play this podcast out as I always do, this song is called The Air, The Oil, The Water, and The Soil. <laughs> Enjoy this song by Yami. It's a really cool one. Um, wherever you are in the world, keep seeking as always. Peace out.